0: Hello and welcome to the Downtown Midland Podcast, a monthly piece of content to know all things about Downtown Midland. This podcast is presented by the MCTV Network, a service of the City of Midland. To learn more about Downtown Midland, be sure to follow and like Downtown Midland social media Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Subscribe to this podcast on your preferred platform, and to get more details, go to downtownmidland.com. Hello and welcome to the lowdown on downtown. We are here at the Northwood University Idea Center um, Timberwolf Studio. My name is Chris, and I'm here with Selena. How are you doing, Selena?
1: I'm doing great, Chris. Good to see you.
0: Good to see you. It is September 19th of 2022.
1: How did it get to be September?
0: I don't know. The summer went by pretty it fast. Flew. It flew. Too fast. Really flew by. Yeah. We got a couple of nice days coming up here, but
1: oh yeah, yeah. Fall is still <laughs> still a beautiful time.
0: But Michigan summer, so, hey, let's uh, let's uh just kind of uh, talk about what we're going to do for this uh, podcast. We're going to talk to uh, Julia Kepler from the Midland Downtown Business Association.
1: Correct. She's our MDBA president yep. and also owner of Joyful Tantrum and Serendipity Road.
0: Awesome. And then we're also going to talk to our favorite, Renee Smith, to talk about downtown events. But before we get to that, let's talk a little bit of the reimagination of the riverfront.
1: Yeah. So, you know, in addition to all the events and things that we do downtown, we always have lots of projects projects going on. And one of the projects on our 2022 Downtown Development Authority plan of work is to undertake a reimagining the riverfront area in downtown Midland. So the portion right in front of downtown Midland, basically mm-hmm. what we've come to known as the farmer's market area, hmm. the place where people go for tunes by the tridge. Um, it's time, time to kind of reimagine that space. So we kicked that process off earlier in the year in um, July, we, or excuse me, June, mm-hmm. we invited folks to come to two listening sessions and give us uh, feedback and ideas on what they would like to see in that riverfront area. We had about 30 folks come mm-hmm. to those in-person sessions. And then we followed that up with a community-wide survey through East City Hall, um, a digital survey that got about 365 responses. So oh, lots of really great input as to what people would like to see in that area and what we're What we're kind of focusing on and hearing most is folks really want to see that as not only a scheduled event venue space but one that they can also come and do unscheduled uh, leisure time and enjoy just being down in that riverfront area Um, another uh, idea we've heard over and over again is making that location more year-round what can Mm -hmm. we do in the winter months Mm -hmm. down in that location Mm -hmm. as well so we'll be looking at that as well Um, one of the big announcements that came late in august was from the um, midland business alliance who operates the farmers market in that space near the riverfront historically Mm -hmm. Um, they were displaced after 2020 flooding and then as a result of covid they really found a nice home at Mm -hmm. the back parking lot of dow diamond Um, But they knew that wasn't going to be their permanent home. So they started taking a look kind of on a parallel path to our riverfront redevelopment process, um, looking at what they needed for a Mm -hmm. farmer's market facility. And unfortunately, um, one of the big hurdles in that space is it's in the floodway, not just a floodplain, but a floodway, which puts a lot of restrictions on what you can do uh, so far as building, electrical, Um, any improvements that they really would like to see. The farmer's market has just taken off in probably the past decade. Um, The number of visitors to the farmer's market as well as vendors Mm -hmm. is just, they've really outgrown that space. So they made the difficult decision to relocate their uh, farmer's market activity to someplace else. They mm-hmm. will be at the Dow Diamond for the next two seasons mm-hmm. after this, um, but hopefully at the end of that 2024 season, they will have picked a new home and will be able to build a facility that gives everybody the space it needs for parking mm-hmm. and vendors and visitors alike.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned that community input session uh, that we had, you can watch that on uh, City of Midland's website, yeah. cityofmidlandmi.gov, forward slash mctv, and go link to it from MGTV?
1: Correct, and, and all the information on the riverfront can be found at cityofmidlandmi.gov mm-hmm. um, backslash riverfront
0: uh, back yeah backslash riverfront yep and you can also check everything on downtown midland at downtownmidland.com so we exactly. want to make sure that you get all the information uh, when you're listening to this podcast and uh, we appreciate you all listening um, we're going to take a quick break and come back and uh, we will go into our next segment so stick with us we'll be right back Hello and welcome back to The Lowdown on Downtown, and uh, we are here with uh, Julia Kepler. How are you doing, Julia? Good, how are you? Pretty good. Uh, Julia's going to talk a little bit about Downtown and the Midland Downtown Business Association, right?
1: Yeah, so Julia has been the fearless leader of our Midland Downtown Business Association for three years now? Two. 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 Okay. Going in, going into Go. your second term, right? Yep, my second yep. term. Yeah. So, um, if you're not aware, the Downtown Business Association is a little bit different from the Downtown Development Authority in that these are actually the business owners, uh, the feet on the street every day working on uh, things that affect you, our visitors, to downtown Midlands. So tell us a little bit about what it's like working with the MDBA and and some of the projects that are going on now. Uh, Working with MDBA is great because
2: it's you get a bunch of different perspectives like I'm a retail perspective but you need restaurants and service organizations and nonprofits, to to make sure that we're bringing the best to downtown what all the needs are so we're not just like oh let's do all retail (laughs) you know events downtown
1: right what are some of the things you're working on right now so
2: right now we're working on digital signage is our our big Hmm. thing and it was just decided that uh, the dda is doing a bathroom renovation project or Hmm. we're hunting we're on the hunt for a location (laughs) for bathrooms downtown because it's one of the top things that all the retailers and service and restaurants said you know public bathrooms on main street would be great or somewhere near main street would be great and so we're going to have digital signage added in with the DDA project
1: just to let folks know what's going on downtown and
2: yeah. So the pedestrian Plaza has been a hot topic, especially music on main. If you've come down for music on main, what a vibrancy it brings. I think, you know, with the, um, Farmer's Market moving Mm -hmm. out of downtown, this is a thing that brings that same community connection and vibrancy into downtown that we didn't have before the music on Main. And Mm so uh, I look forward to it. As a matter of fact, it's one of my favorite nights to work at the store. I don't really want to say that too much. (laughs) but, um, But those are my favorite nights just because there are so many people and it's for all ages. It's very inclusive, very, you know, there are kids and babies and you know older people and people with disabilities and they just all come Mm -hmm. together downtown and it's wonderful to see yeah
1: julia owns joyful tantrum in serendipity road and you are right in the heart of the pedestrian plaza area what's been your experience you see it all times of the day early morning middle of the afternoon late at night what's your experience as a business owner with it Um, I knew only because
2: I am a retailer and we are told that you do anything in your business to change it in a significant way. It takes two years Mm. to retrain your customers. So I knew the pedestrian plaza was going to take two years to catch on. It was really going to take time. And so I'm grateful for the DDA Mm -hmm. in the city for saying, okay, let's give this a go. And so, and really, even though if like the first couple of years it wasn't worth it you see now people are down here all day Mm -hmm. just they come they bring their laptop they're working they come they have a work uh, recently i saw like two college students doing their homework and then they would take a break and do cornhole right and so (laughs) and parents are coming down with their kids and playing in front of joyful tantrum and and just gives them a place to be. So I think we created a
1: great space. And what we're experiencing this year as we go was this third year of Pedestrian Plaza, and and we've been approved to have Pedestrian plazas through 2025, Um, we've really challenged the businesses to get more engaged in the Pedestrian Plaza. So as a result of that, we saw some really cool seating um, opportunities come come to life this year. Uh, TriStar Trust Bank invested in a nice Mm -hmm. lounge area, Uh, Bo Brines over at Little Forks Outfitters, of Mm -hmm. course, did that really cool... um, The hammock The hammock lounge. lounge. And you can go try out the hammocks and uh, even imagine that. Did a little rocking chair space, which has been utilized quite a bit. And you added to your space this year, too.
2: We did. We added an art station for kids, which, you know, they have loved. So, and, you know, it's coming down this week, which is a bummer, Uh. but... Like, you know, all good things come to an yeah. end, right? So, um, but who else? Uh, Huntington Bank also added space. And then the DDA added spaces for people to sit. You know, we have um, foot pool. If you haven't come down and tried mm. foot pool, you know, you see people all day playing foot pool. Not mm. just kids, adults are playing it too, And which is like, it's like soccer and pool together. <laughs> Which is great, but you know, even the um, ping pong tables ping have pong been ping. a oh, great yeah. hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So ping pong,
1: ping pong is so I know, and fun then
2: bit. you know, having being able to have yoga and pound come down yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Just having, you know, bringing things to downtown and then the great relationship that we've been trying to build with the Midland Center for the Arts. Mm-hmm. So they've had rent come down, high school musical, just like sneak peeks of the things that are coming up. They've been performing on this stage. And they also brought like STEM projects downtown as well.
0: Nice.
1: As a business, what do you think Pedestrian Plaza does for you? That's a good question. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> that's God a good, that's a good question.
2: Um, hmm. I, well. We'll start with coming out of the pandemic, you know, restaurants and re- I share customers with all restaurants. And so when coming out of the pandemic and they could only see twenty five percent in their space, being them being able to serve out and even having a larger space out for the summer, you know, those first mm-hmm. years was huge because we share customers with Restaurants. Mm -hmm. Restaurants don't share customers with each other in a night, but they do share them with retailers. And so um, that was a huge blessing for our sales after being closed for three months. But now it's just, uh, you know, we had SVSU students come on, Mm -hmm. on Saturday. They don't normally come to Midland. They live at the dorms at SVSU, but they heard there was music, so they came and they're like, we're going to need to come more often. We're going to tell our friends, right? Mm-hmm. So having it to be a place to be, you know, the marketing of your store, you can't pay for it. Right. When you have 500 people outside of your store.
1: And if you nothing know. more, it's good exposure.
2: Yeah, it's it, just it, about exposure. It's not that 500 people come into your store. It's about the marketing exposure from the outside. Like, oh, even if we were closed, they could be like, oh we need to come back. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's exposure is the biggest thing. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, Julia, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we're going to bring on Renee Smith to talk a little bit about that music events that happened downtown. Uh, she's going to be on to talk about more events that are happening up, uh, happening downtown and, uh, will happen throughout the rest of this year. So, uh, stick with us and we'll be right back. Hello, welcome back to the Lowdown on Downtown. I'm Chris, this is Selena, and Renee. How you doing, Renee?
1: Good, how are you guys?
0: Pretty good, pretty good. Um, we're going to recap a little bit about the Pedestrian Plaza, so tell us a little bit the review. over. The yeah, month.
1: it's always sad when summer comes to an end, but we did have another great, this was our third year of Pedestrian Plaza's, Um, They kicked off in June, but here uh, the first week of October, first full week of October, October 3rd, we will be transitioning out of pedestrian plazas. Everything will be packed up and probably by the end of that week, uh, the roadways will be restored and parking will Mm -hmm. return to Main Street. But it it really was a great summer we uh, got multi-year approval for Pedestrian Plaza, which allowed us to make a great deal more investment into what we offer through Pedestrian Plaza. So as we talked about with Julia, we added a lot of new furnishings, a lot of places for people to sit out and enjoy, uh, spending their time outdoors in downtown Midland. We added a lot of new activities with the foot pool game and the ping pong tables and just anything that uh, folks can do on their leisure time when they come downtown to visit. Um, we also did more um, to try to make the accessibility of the pedestrian plazas available to everyone. We added drop-off zones at either end of Main Street uh, in the barricaded areas so that folks could drop off anyone who has trouble walking terribly far and, and from a parking space. So. Uh, They could drop off a loved one near the end of the pedestrian plazas. And then we also made um, the uh, corner of McDonald and Larkin Street fully accessible. So all those spaces were transitioned to be accessible parking spaces as well as added uh, several others throughout the the district. and then finally, we added the stage this year. That was new yeah. for the pedestrian plaza. So we put uh, a stage for all our, our entertainers. We had 35 nights of music this year. A few wow. of them got rained out, but uh, lots of great bands, um, including several that came from all across the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, cover bands were. We added a number of those this year as well. So um, also an interesting statistic. I, I added up. We have um, we have printed 38. Thousand stickers for the commons. Whoa. So these are the stickers that go on yeah. the cups that allow you to travel the uh, commons area wow. for outside beverages. And we, uh, since May of this year mm-hmm. through August, the end of August, thirty-eight thousand stickers. Not, wow. not all of those have necessarily been uh, taken out mm-hmm. of of businesses. Um, some businesses. Uh, buys their stickers ahead so they yep. can be ready for big nights. But um, that's that's comparable to about 27,000 from uh, May through the end of October of last year. Okay. So um, it's definitely a uh, popular thing for the, not only the pedestrian <laughs> plaza season, but all year round when yeah. we can enjoy the commons.
0: Yeah, I definitely heard the music from where I live in uh, Midtown uh, every mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. <laughs>
1: yeah so yeah it was a good summer um and we will look forward to the pedestrian plazas coming back again in june of
0: 2023. cool renee what you got for us tell oh us tell well, us tell us what's coming up
1: well to recap what
3: mm-hmm. um has been over the summer we had a tapped that mm-hmm. was in june and then we also in July had Mini Golf on Main, sidewalk sales, we had a hoedown in downtown <laughs> with a, a country night, with a country band and line dancing. That was a lot of fun. You know, We had River Days down here mm-hmm. in Main Street Glow that we do as well as River Days after party. Uh, we welcomed Gus Snacker to downtown and I'm sure I'm missing some, <laughs> but um, we've also, yeah, we've had a really, really busy summer in june july august we also had downtown story day at the end of august and then we just completed taste of downtown which is an event that was last held i think in 2016 2017 so Mm -hmm. we brought it back this year and it was a sold out very successful event so nice yeah it's been a great great summer so looking ahead um Mm -hmm. We have boobash again. We're bringing it back for the second year. It's going to be on October 28th, Mm -hmm. starting at 6 p.m. Following kind of the same uh, timeline as last year, 6 to 8 p.m. will be our family portion with Mm -hmm. trick-or-treating and you know games activities all that stuff for the family to enjoy we're also going to be bringing in the fire dancers during that time as well so they'll be doing entertainment as people are strolling around so it'll be really great and then from nine until midnight will be the Mm adults costume halloween party that we are very much anticipating (laughs) again so and i think the community is really excited about it too what
0: was your favorite uh, costume from last year
3: oh gosh my favorite costume from last year was definitely cousin Eddie. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, <love> <laughs> From Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Wow. So that's my uh that's my favorite movie. So okay. to see somebody dressed up like that, that was great. <laughs> awesome. But but yeah, so and then I know that we're going to be having another podcast in November, Mm -hmm. but just to kind of preview November a little bit. uh, Hopefully, we're bringing back brush monkeys again to decorate all the windows in downtown Midland. Uh, We're going to be doing our holiday open house weekend in November. We are doing our Cocoa Crawl again after the Santa Parade in Midland. And, um, you know, the Santa house, the Midland Area Community Foundation is also going to be doing their courthouse lighting in November as well, uh, and Small Business Saturday. So lots of fun stuff awesome. in November. Very busy November. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and you can find all this information on downtownmidland.com and yes. all of our social media yes. as well, right? Yes. We're Facebook up to
3: date. is definitely the best place to go if you have it, but mm-hmm. yes, website and Facebook would be great.
0: Facebook, cool. All right. Anything else that you want to add to the lowdown on downtown?
3: I don't think so. Right. I think that's just a quick little recap of what's going on and what to look forward to. So Cool.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Selena, for thank hosting Thank you, Chris.
1: This. Always a good time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we, we look forward to everyone visiting, not only for events, but shopping and dining in mm-hmm. downtown Midland. Yeah.
0: Thank you all for watching, and we'll catch you all later. One piece of content to know all things about downtown Midland. This podcast is presented by the MCTV Network, a service of the City of Midland. To learn more about Downtown Midland, be sure to follow and like Downtown Midland social media Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Subscribe to this podcast on your preferred platform, and to get more details, go to downtownmidland.com.